Hello, everybody. I'm Naya Swami Maria, and this is Naya Swami Ananta, and we're both uh, happy to be here today and share with you in the Sunday service. I'm going to begin by reading from Rays of the One Light, and these are weekly commentaries from the Bible and Bhagavad Gita. <clears throat> This is week 44, and it's entitled, Why Tell God Anything When He Knows Everything? And Why Offer God Anything When He Has Everything? (laughs) Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramhansa Yogananda. Jesus Christ teaches as the ideal prayer, one that addresses very human demands to God. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Jesus himself says, just before suggesting this prayer, Your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. Why then his recommendation that we pray for anything? The answer is that we should offer ourselves up in acceptance of his abundance. Don't pester God as though pulling constantly on his sleeve to get his attention. Approach him with the confidence of a child in its parent. And in that spirit then, ask him lovingly but with complete trust as though demanding your birthright and without the slightest doubt in your mind that he wants only your best. For you don't have to persuade him the way a beggar or a stranger might. You are his own child. God knows everything already. He knows what is in your heart. It is you who need to clarify your feelings that you attune yourself to him in turn more clearly. For only by such clarity will you be able to receive perfectly what he gives you. For the same reason we need to offer ourselves to him, not because he needs anything from us, except, as Yogananda said, our love to complete his love for us, but because by self-giving we expand our awareness from its confinement in the little ego, outward to infinity. Those who partake of the nectar remaining after a sacrifice, says the Bhagavad Gita in the fourth chapter, attain to the infinite spirit. That person, however, who makes no sacrifices 
never truly succeeds in enjoying even the blessings of this material world. How then could he attain happiness in subtler realms? Thus through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. also like to thank you all for coming and those of you who are joining online we have uh, guests at the expanding light we have yoga teachers training and yoga teachers assistantship training and it's really it's a wonderful thing to come together in satsang it helps all of us to tune in to what's really going on I'd like to read from whispers from eternity uh, Paramahansa Yogananda's spiritual interpretation of the Lord's Prayer O Heavenly Father, Mother, Friend, Beloved God, may the halo of thy presence spread over all minds. May the religion of matter worship be converted into loving, direct worship of thee, since without thy power to love, we cannot truly love anything. May we love thee first and above everything else. May the heavenly kingdom of bliss where thou dwellest manifest itself with all its divine qualities on earth. And may all lands be freed from limitations, imperfections, and miseries. Let thy kingdom within us manifest itself without. Father, leave us not in the pit of temptations into which we fell by the misuse of thy gift of reason, When we become freer and stronger, should it be thy wish to test us, to see whether we love thee more than any temptation, then, Father, make thyself more tempting than temptation. O Father, if it be thy wish to test us, help us keep keep our willpower strong enough to meet all thy tests. Give us our daily bread, food, health, and prosperity for the body, efficiency for the mind, and above all, thy wisdom and love for our souls. Teach us to deliver ourselves with thy help from the meshes of ignorance which we have woven through our own carelessness. This idea that in prayer, we ask God for things is unfortunately sort of popular. Seems to have been popular for a long time. And Paramahansa Yogananda did not ascribe to this uh, point of view. But he talked about the Lord's Prayer and the deep meaning that it has for us. We, if we pray from the ego's point of view, and sort of get into uh, ATM consciousness. Go to the ATM, God, what would you like? Deposit, withdrawal, 
more. Oh, we want this, we want that, I want this. If we pray from the ego, God can't grant our prayer. Because God doesn't want us to stay in delusion, stay in the ego, and keep treading water in this ridiculous realm of suffering. What God wants is for us to get out of suffering. Get away from my ocean of suffering. One of Master's most emphatic phrases. Get away from the ocean of suffering. And so when we come to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I always thought it was hollow when I was a kid. (laughs) I was a very bright kid. (laughs) But hallowed means blessed. The name of God is Om. The name is the vibration of the Holy Spirit. Hallowed be thy name. Blessed be thy name. Blessed be the vibration of Om. Omnipresence, I am Om. All-pervading, I am Om. That's what we want in our prayer. We don't want a list of ego gratifications, a list of even positive things may or may not help us to be free. And so God can't grant all our prayers if we're praying from the ego. But what Master encouraged us, and in this reading what Swami Kriyananda pointed out, was that prayer is the opportunity for us to enter the kingdom of heaven with the Father, and to be with the Father in that light of liberation, of freedom. That's what we can pray for. That is a prayer that God answers for us. Because we are one with the Father. We're children of one Father. All of us, all beings on this planet, including the animals and the plants, everything is from the Father. And so we're children, we're brothers and sisters. And we have the right to demand from the Father in prayer whatever we need. Our daily bread, sure. We have to forgive, sure. But we have the divine right to demand from God an understanding of what is going on. We have the opportunity to ask for a change in this script of cosmic delusion. But God can't grant us that prayer if that prayer is going to keep us in delusion. That's not his mission. That's not the movie. It's to stay in delusion and get the new car, get the merger, get the big CEO job, get this, that, and the other thing, which we continually amend to keep our ego intact and to keep us happy. But we can demand liberation because it's our divine birthright. God does not have to rewrite the script of this movie to please us. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. The way it works is better than that, though. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, Om, this vibration of peace. Give us what we need, Father, to wake up from the dream. We can make that prayer. We need to make that prayer. We need to live in the kingdom of heaven. We need to move there. We can't live in this duality because it will disappear in a mist. It will disappear in suffering. It will not give us the insight into the reality that God is our Father, Mother, Friend, Beloved God. It will not give us omnipresence. The kingdom of God is omnipresence. When Paramahansa Yogananda defined self-realization, 
He said it's the knowing in body, every part of body, mind, and soul, that you are now in possession of the kingdom of God. That you do not need to pray that this come to you, that you have it already. We need to pray in that way. We need to pray, Master, God, Buddha, whatever you call this being, that we need to wake up. We need to stop this suffering. Otherwise, we can't help other people. This is the master's job. They're awake, and they say, okay, we're going to come down and help people. So Paramahansa Yogananda came down. Jesus Christ came down, took a human body, and taught us the Lord's Prayer. But we need to pray it with an understanding of what he was asking of us and what he was offering us. Why should we offer anything to God when he has everything? (laughs) Well, we have everything. We're part of God. We're we're children of God. So the inheritance is all of ours. We need to live in that state. We need to move to the kingdom of heaven. There's a story that uh, Swami Kriyananda used to tell about an Indian woman saint. This was in the, uh, I believe it was the 50s or 60s. But she was a great saint. And so if she asked people for healing, there was many healings through her. She would ask people to be well. And, and asked Divine Mother to heal them, and they would be well. Well, her father lived in the ashram there. And he had really bad legs, and his body was a mess. So the disciples said, Ma, why don't you heal your own father? You heal everyone else. You have visitors and disciples from all over the world. Why don't you heal your father? She said, no. No, that's not the divine will. It's not what he wants. So they kept up being, you know, rewriters of the script that we are. The disciples want to rewrite. No, 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 this should happen, Ma. She, he said, no, 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 no. So they pestered her so much that she finally said, okay, <laughs> I'm going I'm to ask Divine Mother to heal him, and you watch what happens. And so she healed him. He was fine. His leg worked. He was up and around. So he left the ashram. He started drinking and chasing women. <laughs> and Ma, the woman saint, said, You guys, don't you get it? This isn't about our... We don't see the big picture. We look at the little picture. We look at the karma. We want this change. We don't want that. We don't... Acceptance isn't our strong sweet sometimes. (laughs) But acceptance is the key. Why? Because in acceptance, we begin to merge our will. May thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We have to merge that we don't want to rewrite the script. It doesn't work. What works is to accept that we belong in heaven. We belong at the point between the eyebrows, the seat of the soul. That's where we should live. That's where we need to live. Our Father who art in heaven, we honor thy name. Om. Give us what we need. Help us to forgive. Help us to expand our consciousness. And when we pray, sure we pray for people, but they don't always get better. They don't always get the job. They don't always do whatever it is that we think the script is. So what do we ask God there? Give us wisdom, Father. Help us to understand. What is this? Why? Why does Sumitra have to go now? Why does Judy have to go now? Why does Garrett have to go now? Why does everybody leave me? <laughs> what is this? Well, in 
in that wisdom, at the point between the eyebrows, God gives you that. And you see, <laughs> Ananda Moima said it really beautifully. She said, don't you think that the person who created the universe knows how to run it? <laughs> think about that next time that your prayer demands are not being answered on the schedule that you think. Ask that question, Father, what is this? Divine Mother, I don't understand. You can make that prayer. And she will explain it. You will know. You will know why it is now that this must happen. Why that can't happen. And in the abiding peace of the soul, we live. And we realize that that is our home. That's why we're here. That's where Master lived. He lived through amazing things in his life. He lived through disappointments and personal betrayals and behavior of world leaders that was abysmal. And yet, he didn't lose his peace because he lived in the kingdom of God. He lived in that light and he watched this world as a dream. This world is a dream. And it's not there. Thoughts of all men, past, present, and to come. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can barely keep track of what I'm thinking. <laughs> what the heck am I going to do with seven billion people thinking? <laughs> but that's God's consciousness. That's the kingdom of God. It's bigger. Omnipresence, I am Om. All-pervading, I am Om. Chant that chant. Feel yourself expanding in all directions. Feel yourself capable of infinite love. Look to Christ. Look to Buddha. Look to the masters. And look at the way that they loved you have that ability because you're a child of God. You live in the kingdom of God. Live there. Stay there. There's a wonderful story. Paramahansa Yogananda is in India. He's with Sri Teshwar. He hasn't come to the West yet, but he knows he's going. Sri Teshwar and him are talking. Sri Teshwar says, Oh, Yogananda, you're going to have so many duties, organizational duties when you get to America. He's kind of smiling and Riley, and Yogananda says, don't rub it in, I know all about it. <laughs> it's true. We know all about it. We know what's going to happen. We're going to become liberated. Swami talked to us never as, hey, you kids, you know, get it together. He talked to us as souls that were manifesting a little more of the light than we had already. And he just sort of held it out. You can do it. Why? Because Yogananda talked to Walters, young Walters, and he said, you can do it. You're going to get there. Because we're all there. And this illusion that we're not in the kingdom of God is painful to the masters. It's painful to us. And the more we meditate, the more we realize that living outside the kingdom of heaven is not worth it. We are children of one Father. Let us live that way. Let us meditate together and work together and serve as best we can as instruments of that one power. And then we realize that's our home. We've always been there. And the entire dream disappears and we live in light. Master bless you all.